You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the uh, 1 o'clock hour here of the Ken Miller Show, a midweek edition. Uh, coming up this hour, John Miller will be here in about 15 minutes or so. We will uh, look back to Iowa's win last night over Minnesota. What's that mean? What does that mean? Jordan Bohanna with a big win, creeping a little bit closer to Chris Street's free throw record. I believe he's within four now, Trent, of tying it. Uh, also to come this hour, we will head... To the Twin Cities, Tim Yotter, who's joined us every day this week and will continue to do so, give us a little flavor for what's going on at Super Bowl 52. And Nick Athens going to finish out uh, the conversation as we'll, uh, from a Chiefs perspective, get uh, his take on the uh, big, big, it was a big trade yes, in the yes. NFL Tuesday night of Super Bowl week. And Alex Smith is a uh, Washington Redskin, which uh, reverberates a little. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, I was uh, I was shocked by it because well, I was called high school hoops last night. And you had a couple of dingers last yes, night. Yeah. Uh, what time did you finally get out of there? Uh, left, uh, said my goodbyes to Jim Dewey probably about 10, 15 last night as mm. I was leaving the building. and then. So what time did you get in front of your TV to watch the Hawks? Uh, grabbed a little late dinner at home and reheated some leftovers. Mm-hmm. Got in front of the TV a little after 11 o'clock. Did and... you know the score? I did not know the final score. Gotcha. Did you know anything that would have been going on in it? I knew Iowa had an early lead. I got a text alert I forgot to turn off on my phone. So Isn't that bug you? Yes, it does. And so now with Twitter, that. it's almost impossible. Right. You right. have to turn your phone off. Yes, and and that I do that from time to time. I didn't for this one just because I mean, it's it's kind of a lost season for Iowa, too. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. if this would have been a really important game, I would have done that. But had the phone on. I'm getting texts from my buddies as, as we have our text group. And, uh, and one of them, uh, that's why I knew it was getting close in the second half. We're going to blow this. As, as yeah. My yeah, you said. know what? They look for a couple of minutes like they might. So I'm like, yeah. okay, all things are tightened up. And then I didn't look at anything else after mm-hmm. that. So I knew it was going to get tight and then watched it kind of from that perspective. But I, I do, I still like knowing, not knowing what the final score is going to be. And you still have that, that intrigue that is there. I, can, I can't watch a game if I know the score. At all, I, yeah. No, I just can't do it. It's, it's not this. I mean, no, it's, you, it's you, tough. you cheat. Yes, yes. I find myself cheating. And you fast forward through Absolutely. probably parts you shouldn't fast forward. That's right. Did you want to talk? Maybe should, yes. so you should be talking about uh, the, the next day on the program. Yes. So uh, it's 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 impossible. Remember when Drake was a thing? Yeah, not too long ago. It wasn't too long ago, was it? Right, right. You were, you were telling me that uh, mm. I mean, this team could win the whole thing. No, I don't know if I went that far. Did I? I think so. Why didn't you reel me back in? Yeah, I, I, I tried. Year, I tried. I had a bad year. Well, Cincinnati we were searching Bengals, for anything. Iowa Hawkeye basketball. Anything in hoops this winter. Mm-hmm. And so Drake, for a little while, looked like th- this was our life preserver. This That's a great way to look at it. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got this team. History repeating title. itself. Yes. 2008, Iowa and Iowa State stunk. Right. Not Drake happening. Was, not happening. Not happening. Uh, they've lost four of their last five. You know, the game was – I was shocked. So I'm – uh, the NHL pay channels are up in the 769 to 7, roughly 84, mm-hmm. whatever, right? And it was a full slate in the NHL last night. So if there's one that's going to be bumped, one of the broadcasts was going to be the Jets' actual, their TV. I like to watch Winnipeg's broadcast, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I still got Tampa's, which is okay. But you want to hear your guys. But I want to hear my guys, right. Yeah. I want to know what's going on um, between periods. I'm I'm all in. By the way, they beat Tampa. Did I mention that? That's pretty good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> this is the year. Anyways, <laughs> did you have an extra Stella breaks. because of it? I, yeah, I probably did. Okay, yeah. Um, 
so anyways, I'm, I'm looking at the TV, uh, the, the, the channel listings or whatever it is, and I see Southern Illinois at Drake. Hmm. And up in the 780s, at least in the past, there was a college basketball pay threshold, right? The, that, the ESPN full court. That's what it was yes, called. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. ESPN full court, which has been meaning, it's been rendered meaningless. Yes. Now, I mean, you can get every game, right? Back and before Big Ten Network and SEC Network and, and ESPN ESPN3. Yes. That was what you had to do if mm-hmm. you lived outside of the area and you could get all these games. It was great. Uh, back before the Big Ten Network, back before the Big 12 deal with ESPN where every game is on, well, I want to watch Michigan State, Ohio State in the middle of the week. You had to go there. That's where you went. And you would go there, and it was uh, the, your, your your subscription does not uh, yes. allow you to watch it, whatever, right? So I just thought, yeah, I would click on it anyway, see what the message, the error message yeah. I'm going to get. And lo and behold, I'm getting the MC22s. Who yeah. They had the game last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we are at the NAPS. Now it's standard definition, which okay. is, you know, putrid. Um, and I like the guy. I'm not killing the guys at MC22. I love my time over there. They were great people, the guys behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Pat Hurley, Clint Marsden, Lance Prairie, Bennett. Um, God, I don't want to do it. And I'm probably going to forget some of the guys there, and I apologize if I do. Um, but I was just shocked that it was out there. That's so I watched, I watched most of the first half of Drake Southern Illinois last night. It was uh, B.J. Shaben. And, oh, Taylor, I should mention Taylor, but uh, at MC22 as well. Uh, B.J. Shabin and Adam Emenecker. Um, they were down big. They came back and they took the lead trim, but they just they couldn't hold it again. Uh, Drake is now trending closer to Thursday than they are to the top of that conference. They really to, are. You have to finish in the top six to avoid the Drake invitation. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, the teams that are in those final four spots Missouri State, Evansville, you and I, and Valpo are only a game away, though, from dropping down in there. I know, and you and I comes to the Knapp Center, and mm-hmm. they pounded Drake. That could is be. That the, is that the? It's the week of Valentine's Day. I want to think Saturday game. Usually, a tenth of tenth of February annual ritual for myself and many you and I mm-hmm. alums to make our way to the Knapp Center for that one. Yeah, it'll be uh, on February tenth. And prior to that, they 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 go to Bradley before going to Loyola. Mm. Which I mean, these might be the two best. I know Loyola is the best team in the in the conference. Cappy's got Bradley Loyola tonight, mm-hmm. and I think Bradley might be the second best team. So could be a five game losing streak. Trent, they're they're going to play on Thursday. I yeah. hate to say it. Back again. I hate to say it. The Drake, the buzz that was emanating from Forest Avenue, and I think it was legit. I mean, yeah, but yeah. like you say, we all thought in the sports business in this town, we're looking for that lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to buy in, and they gave us a little. Uh, look, I like that team. I really do. Uh, I hope they can avoid Thursday. I'm not sure they can. I don't think so. I don't think I'm so. Not sure, and they can. It's the limitations of a roster built like they are. Mm-hmm. It's year one, and they got a lot of seniors on that roster. It's it's a long rebuild, mm-hmm. and I know we want something here locally that we can gravitate to and a fun story and. And seeing There's this room team, on, my, on my Huskers bandwagon. There, there is. I'm still not going to jump aboard with you. <laughs> I didn't think. Hey, you would. my my uh, Rhode Island Rams hey, held by on. A whisker. I held noticed that on last. Yeah, night. I thought you probably went down the tubes on that game. Well, I had the Minutemen. I told you yesterday. You I told really you it was good. Yeah, I told you it was going to be a weird night last night, and it was. Florida got throttled by Georgia. Uh, there was almost. A, so, did you have big, a winning night? I did finally. Finally, not doing. much of one. Six and five. Well, still, and with on juice, the right side. Uh, you broke dead even. even. Yeah. yeah, dead even. Right. Mm. We'll try to do better tonight. I got a lot of games circled. <laughs> do you? Uh, Is there a lot of games tonight? 
I mean, there it's are. A Wednesday. I'm sure they are. But there's there games a lot of I shouldn't be betting That's on. That's what I was going to say. Yes, yes. I need to learn to pare it down. That's what I have to do better. Well, I want to get you. We'll save your uh, what you're going to do until later okay. on and later on in the program. Uh, Matt Norlander was just on with us. He mm-hmm. mentioned UConn. He, they they don't want to be in the they don't they want back in the Big East. Yeah, Fred, you you can't get back in the Big East if you're going to play football. They're they're an afterthought in the American. Mm-hmm. It's a program that's won four national titles the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. They're awful. The future doesn't look very good. Ollie's got recruiting violations now hanging over his head. The last time they're in the NCAA tournament. Right here in Des Moines. Is that it? A couple of years back. Wow. And uh, remember watching. It was so great. We had Kentucky and Indiana and UConn here. That program. <laughs> what What is the future of UConn basketball, though, in that conference? Well, I haven't given a lot of thought, to be honest sure. with you. So I'm going to defer to you. <laughs> yes, yeah. But it just, I mean, that's the program I grew up. Clint Alamee. Yes, I've told you this story before. Guy. Watching him mm-hmm. jumping on the scores table at Minneapolis North and, and watching that up in North Iowa. That was my guy, and I'm kind of built like Clint Ellaby, so he was yeah. my guy. And now, a program that's won four titles yeah. in two decades. Including one that still stings a little bit here, the last one, yes, the Ali title. And, and Matt Norlander said that was probably the worst national championship team to cut down the yeah. nets. And, 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 and their first one. Remember who they beat in the Sweet 16? Dr. Tom's oh, final I do. Squad. Yes, I do. Great I remember game. that well because yes. the the, the um, I remember the talk, the conversation. We took a ton of calls. We were doing mornings back then in Indianola. On uh, we were on one hundred seven one at the time. But um, is it too late to to uh, to have a redo? Is there some way we can keep Dr. Tom? Look at the run that they're on. Yeah. The, remember, it was I, I remember vividly. There was I got to get rid of him. Got to get rid of him. Oh my, what have we done? Yes, there was. Yeah. The, the the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yep. But Did we make a mistake? But then coming in on his white horse was Steve Alford. Yeah. Off his Sweet 16 and appearance. Alford, I mean, look at the start that, that Alford had in that career. Beat UConn. Yes. Game number one. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. We sprinted to the bars that night Did in you? Iowa City. And it was rowdy. I bet. On a, I think, Thursday night, something like that. Uh, yeah. Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. We were pumped up. Oh, how quickly what a that start. dissipated. Yeah, what a start. John Miller, Hawkeye Nation, he'll join us next. We'll go back to uh, last night. By the way, have you seen the conceptual drawings of Kinnick Stadium? I saw Leanda 10 tweeted out That's what I'm referring yeah. to. Boy, that looks shiny, doesn't it? Does. It? it does. It does. What Maybe a difference it makes. They, they need to redo now to the uh, the other end zone again. Well, though. don't do too much because I still want the old to be sure. very apparent. That yes. That to me is what puts Kinnick over the top, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that the old is still very... Uh, much uh, on display. The old brick. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, be careful what you do, but boy, the Lambda 10 artist conception looked phenomenal. Uh, the Hawks look pretty damn good in their own right last night. We'll talk about that with John Miller still to come in the program. Uh, Timmy Otter, VikingUpdate.com, Nick Athen, Chiefs Insider. Uh, we'll do a little NFL football before we get out of here at 2. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here until 2 o'clock every Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for you and I football, 1700 KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. 
Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is now filling Des Moines area positions. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is hiring full-time merchandisers to provide high-quality merchandising support for Dr. Pepper Snapple Group brands to retail stores within an assigned territory. Apply online at dpsg.com slash careers. That's dpsg.com slash careers. Or click the link on their website. Join the Dr. Pepper team and receive a $500 sign-on bonus. Wouldn't you like to be a Pepper too? Dr. Pepper Snapple Group, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%, APR 4.36%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing much more than just a rate. Let me ask you, does calling the company with the best client service in America, with 12 J.D. Power Awards to prove it, matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative, client-focused technology, matter? Does calling the company with 17,000-plus team members who are helping to rebuild the great cities of Detroit and Cleveland matter? Of course it matters. No wonder our clients have made Quicken Loans America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. I know, I know, I know. You picture a flag flying and it's almost always against a clear blue sky on a sunny summer day, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. Flag Guy here. Nothing wrong with a flag flying in the middle of winter. Your favorite team's colors would do well to break up the bleak, cold time of year. Besides, with the football playoffs, basketball getting great, and spring ball just around the corner, it's a great time to fly your flag. Shop Heartland Flag Pulls and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or take free shipping when you shop online at heartlandflags.com. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the uh, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. NFL conversation coming up in about 15 minutes or so. We will go to the Super Bowl City. Off to uh, the Twin Cities. Tim Yotters joined us every day this week. Give us a little bit of a taste on a daily basis. Today will be no different than Nick Athen going to slide on in here as the Chiefs made a statement yesterday as they traded Alex Smith, opening the door for Pat Mahomes. That's coming up. Right now, John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. John, since I was teasing our foot Football guests coming up. Let's start with football. Have you seen the artist conception? I know Landa Ten had it, Doc had it, um, of Kinnick Stadium once the this latest uh, renovation project is completed. Boy, it's going to be, uh, if, if it comes close to looking like it does artist-wise, John, uh, a grand old stadium is going to even be elevated even further if it comes close to looking like it does. Yeah, I saw that, and the first thing that popped into my mind is, boy, I, I bet if they knew what they were going to do with the north end zone eventually, they would have wanted to do the same thing with the south. Yeah, because that that I mean, as you can tell, um, you know, it, it's more vertical. It's going to match the height uh, at least halfway up of the press box, so it's going to be, I think, taller than the south end zone. It's going to create a noise baffling effect that I think will trap noise down in that end even more so than it already does. And it, you know, obviously people are going to have more of an incline and things of that nature. But man, it's going to be more fans closer to the actual playing field on a place that already has a reputation for that. So I wish I would. The south end zone seems like flat and uh, yeah. Michigan Stadium like in, in comparison. Just hope they don't touch the old John. That's that's what uh, that's what separates Kinnick to me for so many stadiums. I like the old brick. I I like re- being reminded when the stadium was originally built. No doubt about it. I think you know, and you probably walked behind the south end zone where the, that's all yeah. new. Yeah. The, the brick looks seamless. It looks old, um, and uh, they they are good at that. They're not going to lose that old time charm. But now this looks like a fantastic addition. Well, uh, fantastic addition. A lot of people have been looking for that for the Hawkeye basketball team at the point guard position. Has the uh, hate gone a little too far on Jordan Bohannon after uh, another great performance last night? I mean, I don't get, you know, I think a lot of people are misdirecting their irritation. I think they're irritated that Iowa is in a situation where they don't have enough guards and they don't really have a true, you know, Big Ten level breakdown point guard. All right. That doesn't mean you take it out on Jordan Bohannon, who all he's doing is putting together an Iowa Hall of Fame mm-hmm. career in 58 games. He's already tied the school record for most, you know, double-digit uh, assist games. He's probably, you know, he has a chance to to break the Big Ten record there. Um, I, I tweeted some things out last night. He's on pace easily to have a season where he hits at least 89 threes and 165 assists 
which is what he did last year as a true freshman, which if he does that again this year, he will join Denzel Valentine as the only Big Ten player since 1992 to do it twice, and he will have done it in his first two seasons, and there's only eight players that have done it total in that since 1992. He's got a shot at, you know, a top five assist total. He he has a shot at the most three-pointers ever made in the Big Ten, all these things if he stays healthy. You know, it's funny, Dan Dackett said last year during a game in, in, I think it was January, just like out of nowhere, he said, you know what, before Jordan Bohannon's gone, he's going to own every record here. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Man, that was pretty prescient. Yeah, no, he loves him. I, I can remember that, John. I think it probably was a part of a conversation. Um, do you, having said that about him, uh, he's four, uh, four free throws away from tying Chris Street's Iowa mark. Do you kind of in the back of your mind hope he misses one? No, I don't. Because I, I thought about this very thing last night. Just you know, I was wondering, and this might sound so trite, but man, do you think Chris Street would some, want somebody to intentionally miss a free throw? No, absolutely not. No, then make it. Yep. That's what I say. Yep. John, uh, we flipped the calendar to February tomorrow. Uh, possibly the last month we'll get to see this Hawkeye basketball team as the Big Ten tournament will begin on February 28th. What's your expectation? What are you looking for in the final month of the year out of this Hawkeye Hoop squad? I just want to see them improve, and that doesn't mean win more games than they're going to lose because that's not going to happen. I mean, arguably the toughest part of their schedule is still ahead of them. Um, I, I just want to see I want to see them play together more as a team and try to have fun with each other more that we've seen, I think, in two of the last three games. That, that's it. And, and I want to see, you know, Jack Nungy getting more minutes the last mm-hmm. couple of games and playing better. Hopefully, he gets back on the on the you know gets back with the program, if you will, and, and just just that type of improvement because you know I think that they can be a better team next year. I mean, I, I certainly don't think they're going to be the type of team next year that I thought they were going to be before this year started. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that they can be a pretty good team, and who knows if they're going to be able to pick up a guard. So just just individual improvements and also playing together and, and have fun together. What did you see from Cordell Pemsel maybe this last couple of games, John? Because I think he's, you know, I, I thought he was kind of spinning his wheels a little bit earlier in the Big Ten season. I think he's playing his best basketball right now. I think I think he, he looks more confident to me, and he also seems like he's getting more consistent play. Um, you hate to see Ryan Creener have a concussion and Brady so. Ellingson not be available, but you know what? It's helped cut down the bench. Mm-hmm. And when you cut down the bench, guys get more minutes that weren't before. And when you get more minutes, you get more consistent. But Cordell Pemsel still just a, you know, a freshman and a half, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's story. crazy to think about it. And still a lot of, uh, a lot of career left for well, pretty much all of these guys. Uh, Nicholas Bear, we, we saw him obviously earlier this year, sat out with that finger injury, has not shot the basketball nearly as well as we saw from three point range as his first two seasons. Are they putting too much on his plate? Uh, would he be a better player instead of 26 minutes a game, coming off the bench and playing 22 minutes a game? Is is that a better role for the skill set of Nicholas Bay? Yeah, yes, it, it is to me because I think his you know statistical measurables they are about what they're going to be. I don't think we're going to see a Ryan Bowen like exponential increase from freshman to junior. I just don't think that's him, and that's okay. It's not a knock on him. He is what he is. But it's those intangible things that you can't measure where he tips the ball back, where he goes and, and gets a rebound and keeps a possession line. Those things that won't show up in a box seat. Between that's the years. Where he's, yes, that's where he's better in 22 minutes than 26 or 30 minutes because he's, he's never going to be a 15-point scorer. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he's just not going to be. That's okay. You want you want a Nicholas Bear in your team every time, every year you have a team. So, yeah, I, I think uh, less is more sounds harsh, but I think you understand what I mean. Mm. John, uh, Purdue the best team in the conference in your mind? Yes, because they're the toughest team to defend, and they're one of the best teams that can defend. Michigan State, when they get down and dirty, they can they can they can ramp it up there. But when I look at what Purdue's doing this year from three point shooting, um, you can't beat them when they shoot like that because their spacing is more challenging than any other team in the country. You got a seven three guy inside in Haas. You got Edwards inside. But if their guards are hitting from the outside and you have to come out and guard them to twenty two feet you can't play a defense that will work to take away anything they want to do. And that's why right now they're the best team I've seen this season. Mm, I know your Vikings are done. Do you, do you have a pick in Sunday's game? I've been so despondent over that, Ken. I really haven't even paid any attention this week. So, no, I, it really it would take me a few seconds to even tell you who's I'm not joking. I think the Patriots are in and then the Eagles, of course, yeah. the Eagles. So that took me four seconds. I didn't know exactly who beforehand. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, John Miller. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Good to talk to you, John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. dot I was just looking at the here. How's this for the next four pack at Penn State, who's I think better than their record right now? Yeah, yeah, inconsistent, but yeah, but but athletic. They got some athletes. Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan. Next four. It's pretty tough. That's about as tough a draw as you're going to find in the Big Ten. Indeed. Uh, we will switch gears. NFL conversation is coming up next. We will talk to Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, and Nick Athen as the Chiefs traded a quarterback. We got quarterback news on both sides. We do. Freeing up a quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Tim Yotter coming up next. Off we go to the Super Bowl City. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down to earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams Family sent you. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter. Online, AFSP.org slash Iowa. Cumulus Media and the American Heart Association invite you to join us for the 25th Annual Heart Ball presented by Iowa Heart Center in Mercy along with Unity Point Health Des Moines on February 10th at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center. This fun event will highlight how far we've come in the fight against heart disease and stroke and how you can help make our community a healthier place to live, work, and play. Learn more, purchase tickets, or make a donation at heart.org slash dsmheartball. That's heart.org slash dsmheartball. We'll see you there. 
Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. If you're looking for ways your company can give back to the community, get involved with the ARL. Offer employees a day of wearing jeans with the Denim for Dogs program. Or place an ARL donation bank at your counter. Or sponsor a dog cutout and encourage visitors to take selfies with the dog. Visit the Get Involved section at ARLIowa.org to learn about more ways your company can support the animals at the Animal Rescue League. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobs, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Coleman Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent.
right, welcome back. It's the final segment. Nick Athen, our Chiefs insider, coming up after we talk to Tim Yotter. We want to get the uh, latest on Kansas City. I think they won the trade. I do, at least at this point. Seems like they got a pretty good return for Alex Smith, who signs for $71 million. The Vikings are on that potential list of destinations for Cousins. We'll pick Tim Yotter's brain on that. We'll also get the latest on the Super Bowl as he joins us, as he always does this week, uh, from the Twin Cities, VikingUpdate.com. Tim, Trenton, Ken, uh, before we get into the Super Bowl, just your thoughts. Alex Smith is now a Redskin, opening the door for Kurt Cousins to seek employment elsewhere. And I'm kind of surprised. Uh, the Vikings are on a lot of people's list of possible destinations. They had three quarterbacks. They're not tied to any one of those three. Does Do you kick the tires on Cousins if you're Rick Spielman and the Vikings? Well, I think you have to at least go contact the agent and say, look, what 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 are you looking for? I mean, what's What's the high end on that? And to me, you know, if, if Alex Smith is 71 million and I think it's like, uh, that, that's guaranteed. And I think it's like 94 million over four years. Man, you wonder what, what Cousins is going to ask for now. I think that only raised the, the price on him. So I, uh, I think it's going to be a, a very expensive proposition, which to me tends to, to say, well, the Vikings being a team built on defense and, uh, you know, having some of their own internal quarterback options. I, I tend to think it won't be Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, but I do think that they at least check it out, see what it would cost, and then, uh, you know, maybe wait until free agency starts and, and see if that asking price comes down. Tim, uh, speaking of cost, what's the cost going to be for Teddy Bridgewater? Any idea? Give us, you know, contract terms that at least maybe the general expectations are for him. Well, uh, first of all, there there is the possibility that the Vikings could try to toll his contract. You know, according to the CBA, because he was on the pup list to start the season, that. If you just break down the language of the CBA, that says that the Vikings would have the option of doing that. However, if they would do that, there would be a big fight on their hands. I'm sure the NFLPA would try to dispute that, uh, Bridgewater's agent as well. So, you know, is that really worth it for the Vikings to try to go that route? Um, you know, I think the, the better option is, hey, what's it going to take to sign you to maybe a two-year contract if, First of all, if they are convinced that that knee is ready to go, and to me that that is something that has to be the the first line uh, of the equation, but uh, it's also something that I don't think we're going to get a real truthful answer about at any time soon. So I think their actions are going to say, you know, how confident they are in that knee. So. We shall see. I think that that is definitely an option for the Vikings. Um, but I do, you know, it, it's, it's probably going to be in the high single digit millions per year. Uh, I would guess, um, with a bunch of incentives, uh, in that as well. And, and I, I sort of see, uh, you know, Case Keenum, <laughs> man, uh, you know, we, we talked yesterday and I, I just didn't think it would, would be worth it to franchise him. But now if you're talking about, you know, Alex Smith and his contract and whatever mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins ends up with, you, you just, 
you realize how much the the price of poker is going up when you're talking about quarterback. It certainly is. It's good to be a quarterback. Always was. Maybe better at any point than it is uh, right now. Uh, let, let's get to the here and now and that Super Bowl week as it continues on. I want to uh, Doug Peterson. Obviously, he backed up Brett Favre for a long time, and he's going to help. Uh, his former uh, teammate, as far as addressing the Eagles in advance of Super Bowl 52. Uh, Favre's going to be in town. I saw that he's got some signing coming up, so he's going to be there anyways. Uh, but uh, pretty uh, good for Doug Peterson reaching out to Brett Favre and bringing him in. I would think that, uh, you know, instantly command respect in that locker room. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, you, you, you probably have a lot of, you know, Favre's at the age where you have a lot of these current players who, we're probably young, growing up, watching Favre slinging it around. Uh, you know, to me, the the big message should be, you know, be careful what you do with that with that ball, protect it at all costs. Right. And Favre, Favre's not exactly the guy that you would look to, to to say something like that. But when you've got an Eagles team that's very much, you know, built around defense, uh, you know, without Carson Wentz, built around a little bit uh, in general. Uh, a little bit more safe of passing game, uh, which we didn't really see, see much against the Vikings, but that, that sort of is their, their MO with Nick Cole. So, um, you know, I, I just think it, it, it kind of would help hype up some of the, the players when, when they get a chance to, to meet Favre. I'm sure, you know, quite a few of them probably have met him already, but for those that haven't, uh, I think it'll be kind of inspirational for them to hear from him. All right, the city as a whole, after the loss to the Eagles, uh, the way that the fans uh, were uh, greeted, we'll say, in Philadelphia. A lot of terrible stories that came out of that one. How is the city embracing things? How are they gearing up here for the Super Bowl? And are those bad feelings starting to dissipate and understanding, hey, we got the Super Bowl in our city, let's embrace this? Yeah, I, well, I, I do think you know time is a healer in this instance as well for fans. And, um, you know, I... I in general, when you have the Patriots in the Super Bowl, most uh, neutral observers and just general NFL fans are going to root against them because of all the success that they had. They want to see something new. But when it's in Minnesota and, uh, you know, the Eagles just took it to the Vikings as they did in the NFC Championship, it kind of changes the dynamic. So we do have people on both sides of, of the equation here, those that, you know, just want to see the Eagles go down because of the way sure. you know, it, it has much more to do with how the fans were treated in Philadelphia than it does, you know, how the how the Eagles took it to the Vikings. I, it, to me, it, it really is all about the fans and the way that they felt disrespected and, and uh, you know, harassed. And in some cases, uh, you could make the argument assaulted uh, in Philadelphia. Hmm. Last thing, Tim Yotter and Tim will join us tomorrow as we get closer to uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I know Tom Brady had an opportunity to uh, meet the media. He And I didn't realize the connection he had to the uh, state of Minnesota until after the game, on uh, after the AFC Championship, he was asked about it on the field, and he... Uh, uh, he really didn't open up um, and, and provide a lot of clarity, but as the week has gone on, I think we're starting to learn more, and you learned more. You were part of the uh, the scrum, I guess, yesterday when the question was answered. What are his connections uh, to Minnesota, and any good stories come out of uh, those that uh, line of questioning? Yeah, well, okay, so his, uh, his grandpa uh, has a farm in Minnesota. So his mom grew up in Browerville, Minnesota, graduated there in, I believe it was 1962, uh, and then eventually ended up moving out to California, getting married and, and uh, starting a family. 
so uh, basically every summer his mom would bring uh, the family back to Browerville, and uh, you know he would he would go out. He he said uh, yesterday he had a great time uh, catching sunnies, and he relayed one good story, and, and it, it it really to me helped open up some personality uh, on Brady. And you know he just he said, hey, we were heading back from a fishing trip with my uncles, and I asked them if I could have some of their chewing tobacco, and they said there was one condition. You have to keep it in for the full ride back, which was 30 minutes. He said, you know, I got got it in. I got about five minutes into the ride, needed to have him pull over and threw up outside the car. <laughs> but, he, you know, he, he just said he had, a, he had a great time with his uncles fishing, and, and those are really some of his best memories as a child coming back here for a week each summer. Now, in relation to Minneapolis, where is Browerville? Uh, it's basically central Minnesota. Okay. Um, so it, it's... Um, Probably two and a half to three hours from here. Not, I mean, certainly not at all a big city. I mean, you, it's a, you know, I, w- I would say that his uncle or his, uh, his grandpa having a farm is, is probably one of the, you know, the staples of that community is the farming industry. Gotcha. Tim, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Tim Yotter. Appreciate it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Tim Yotter. VikingUpdate.com. Love that story with, uh, yeah, the, remember the first chew that I ever had. I do too. I, uh, me and my cousin, who's a year older than me, yeah. we were probably, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, right in that range, stole my dad's seven, tin. eight, nine. Stole my dad's tin, went into grandma's bathroom. Yeah. And he just, he'd grab it out of between there. Between your cheek and gum. Well, we grabbed a wadful of, yeah. uh, of Copenhagen. And that stuff's nasty. Literally five seconds later, we were both yeah. spitting, throwing up. It was it was bad news. Bad I chewed news. for probably twelve to fourteen years, but okay. I chewed the leaf stuff. Oh, okay. Redman, uh, Levi yes, Garrett. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it Beechwood or Beech Nut? Beech something. Beech Nut, I believe. Beech yeah. Nut. Yeah, I chewed between races. Just, okay. I don't know why. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why. It was awful. Happy. Had a great big garbage can in my office at the track. Whatever track I was working at, mm-hmm. and that was my spittoon. What a nasty, filthy yes. habit. I did it for years. Started high school baseball, through college. Through- now I think it's and, and not, this this is gonna this is probably gonna be dead wrong. I mean, all medical <laughs> medical people <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. you know that's not true. Yeah, it just seems like to me it's easier to quit the leaf than it is to to, to, to the Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. It seems like that's more problematic to get off once you do it. It becomes a habit. When I quit. Really wasn't that big of a deal. I just popped in sunflower seeds, mm-hmm. and I showed you. I have just in case the urge ever hits me, which every once in a while it does. I have some herbal stuff, non-tobacco, mm-hmm. non-nicotine uh, that I have just to yeah, long drive, put between the put between the gums there, and, and get mm-hmm. rolling. But sunflower seeds helped me get through it. And uh, hey, look at us, two guys, two former addicts that have moved on. Indeed, we have. Speaking of moving on, let's move on to Nick Athen. Uh, the Chiefs made some news Super Bowl week. They traded their quarterback, and I think got a king's ransom for it when all things are considered. Let's get to Nick Athen. Nick, how are you? I'm doing good, Ken. How about yourself? Doing fine. Appreciate you coming on. Well, I mean, it's sure. not as a shock that uh, that Alex Smith was traded. The timing of it is a little bit. I mean, here we are in the middle of Super Bowl week, and all of a sudden this hits. And by all accounts, uh, Nick, there were multiple suitors for Alex Smith's services. Apparently the Cardinals were coming hard, the Browns yep. wanted in, the Redskins got out in front and were willing to give up the package that they did. 
And Alex Smith is going to sign $71 million guaranteed. Pat Mahomes is the Chiefs' starter. They get a quarterback and a third-round pick for a team that doesn't have a lot of picks in this upcoming draft. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, I'm not surprised the deal happened. You know, we, we had heard at the beginning of the week in the Senior Bowl the teams were coming to uh, Red Beach and gone and get information about Alex Smith and kind of what it would take. And then something happened yesterday morning where apparently there were there were four teams involved, uh, the Browns, the Redskins, um, the Buffalo Bills, um, and ultimately uh, uh, the Arizona Cardinals as well. And the, the Browns made a really good offer. Uh, the Browns offered the, the, number, the number two pick, a second-round pick, and a third-round pick, both the top end of the Browns. The Chiefs were, were strongly considering that. Uh, but Brett Beach has kind of shown if there's a player out there uh, that he likes, he's going to go after him. And he wanted Kendall Fuller, and uh, he basically said, listen, I'll forfeit the second and third round pick to kind of match what Washington did or what Cleveland offered, even though it's later in the round, I want Kendall Fuller. And then the Cardinals came in, offered a pair of draft picks, and at the end of the day, Beach was hell-bent on getting, uh, getting this kid as a cornerback to play opposite Marcus Peters. And he's the sixth best cornerback in the NFL as far as if you, if you pay attention to all this PFF nonsense. Uh, but anyway, uh, he is the guy that they wanted and they got this deal done. And Tom Condon, man, kudos to him. He got his, he got his, uh, he, he got air, he got out Smith $75 million guaranteed in the next three years. He cannot be cut. He cannot be traded. <clears throat> he is getting $75 million in the next three years. He's getting $25 million up front. He's getting another $25 million, uh, a year from now in March. And the third year of the contract is guaranteed. So they're committed. Um, listen, I think this was highway robbery. I think the <laughs> Chiefs stole this guy, uh, stole the stole the player. They got a third-round pick. Now, I'm told, and I have not been able to confirm this, and I'm, I'm going to be tentative in my remarks here, but I understand there is a 2019 pick that is also coming to the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a very late-round pick. Uh, maybe something gets announced later. I'm not really sure. I couldn't confirm that <laughs> before we jumped on the call today, but but Ken, I mean Beach, you know he stole. He he. I mean, listen, the Redskins just it was stupid. I mean, they overpaid for him. They gave up their one of their most talented, uh, their second best cornerback. Yep. They paid Al Smith a ton of money. They gave a third round pick, which is you know it's, I think it's one number eleven or twelve in the third round, which is going to be great for Kansas City because if there's been around that this entire organization from start to finish has done well and. It's the third round, so now the Chiefs have two picks. They got a second round pick, and I don't think they're done dealing. I think you may see another veteran or two move, and I think Brett Beach is uh, putting uh, Andy Reid on notice because what I'm about to tell you is going to upset quite a few Chiefs fans. Andy Reid was not keen on trading Alex Smith. He wanted to keep him, he wanted to play him next year, and if they got him to the Super Bowl, which is a pipe dream, uh, then basically they were going to you know, consider maybe moving Mahomes down the road. Brett Beach is the guy who stood up on the desk to John Dorsey and Andy Reid and said, I want this kid no matter what. I don't care what we have to give up. I'm telling you, he's going to be a future All-Pro. He's going to lead us to the Super Bowl. He is the can't-miss quarterback of the decade. And, you know, it was Beach who stuck his neck out, and Beach has done a terrific job so far acquiring guys that he's wanted. Reggie Ragland, perfect example. If it wasn't for Chris Jones sliding, Reggie Ragland would have been the pick. That was the Brett Beach guy. Uh, the cornerback they got them. Um, same thing. He was the guy that was scouted a couple years ago by, by Beach. He said, i got to have this kid. They weren't able to get him in the third round. So it, it's kind of interesting. This was Beach's move to make, and Andy Reid gave in 
and said, okay, we'll go with a young kid. But I don't think Andy was committed to playing Patrick, no matter what, what was said. So in a long-drawn answer, my friend, that's, that's pretty much how it all went down and what happened. So with Veach kind of pushing all his chips to the middle of the table, you sitting there covering the Chiefs, how excited for you of year one of the Patrick Mahomes regime? Well, there's no question, guys. I've been, you know, excited about this kid. Forget the fact that Lee Steinberg's a friend of mine, and I'll name drop because I know Lee only <laughs> takes high class. He takes high class kids. And, um, you know, you can look at his talent, but, you know, to me, if you're going to be successful in the NFL, you have to have a high IQ. And, and Mahomes has a high IQ. And that's not to knock guys that don't have a high IQ, and I'm, don't, I'm not going to go down that road. But the point is, you have to be smart. You've got to be football smart. You've got to be people smart. You've, got to be, you've just got to be smart to play the quarterback position. The guys that are successful, they get it. They understand it. They have the physical tools as a given. Now it's a matter of can they mentally figure everything out and make the adjustments. And he has this. And I'm, I'm excited because, you know, I, I've talked to a couple of players, uh, you know, uh, off the record. And they've shared with me things that this kid does in practice that they just they've just never seen anything like it. So if the Chiefs can if the Chiefs can solve two things, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be a success right away. Number one, they have to make some adjustments in offense. They have to I think they have to upgrade the offensive line still. They have to add a six foot two, six foot three, six foot four blazing wide receiver. You know, they need to make a splash and get a high profile wide receiver in here uh, to play opposite uh, Hill and Conley. Uh, Conley will be back. That will certainly help. Uh, and they have to they have to overcome the decision to keep Bob Sutton, and they're going to have to spend all of their money in free agency on a defensive lineman, on a, another cornerback, even though they've got this kid, and even though um, you know they need another one, they need an inside linebacker, they need a pass rusher. They have to dump all their safeties except Eric Berry. Uh, Sorensen's done. Parker's done. In my opinion, these guys cannot play at a high level. So there's no need keeping him. So if, 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 and I think this is Beach's plan. Okay, you know we're going to go with Mahomes. We're going to make some tweaks, but we're going to spend our money and we're going to use these draft picks to fix our defense. Now they've got some young uh, defensive guys. They, they they drafted two young guys last year. They got Dottie Nichols who's going to come back this year. He's been injured. I think D Ford's gone. So I think they have some pieces to work with. Bob Sutton just scares the you know what out of me, and I, I'm not confident in this guy. And he's been given one more year. At Andy's request through two management, just give me one more year with this guy, and and I'll fire him if he doesn't do the job. But they are bringing in some younger. There's a couple of position coaches. I think they'll bring in a young linebackers coach and a young cornerbacks coach. I think that will certainly help uh, get some youth on the staff. Maybe that'll make Sutton better. Maybe they won't have the wrath of injuries. Maybe Barry's 100. percent Maybe Justin Houston becomes 100 percent because he hasn't been 100 percent in two years and. And my guess is probably never will. I don't think his knees sound enough to play, you know, a full schedule. But again, you got to use Justin Houston as a pass rusher. So to answer your question, my friend, Patrick Mahomes, I'm excited, but I don't want this kid to do what he did in college. I don't want him to carry the offense, and I don't want him to have to carry the defense because you can't do that at the NFL level. It never works. It never has. And uh, that that's my biggest fear of this kid that they're going to expect him to put up 40 points. Why this? 
you know, defense teeters on giving up 40 or 45. Well, I'm a firm believer I was when he was at Texas Tech. I thought he was the best quarterback in the conference, a conference that had a bunch yep. of really talented quarterbacks. And I believe he's going to be a star in Kansas City, as much as that pains me to say. Nick, we will, uh, we'll talk to you on Friday, as we always do the uh, Friday before the Super Bowl. We'll go around, we'll get all of our NFL voices in here, yours, one of those, and we'll get your take on how you see the game coming down. Look forward to talking to you in a couple of days. Thank you, Nick Athen. All right, and hey, I also want to thank the Denver Broncos for taking Paxton Lynch a year earlier. Yeah, really. Uh, and moving up in front of Kansas City, because that was the Chiefs' pick, and we wouldn't be talking about any of this stuff right now had that deal gone down. Assaulting so the you, wound. John Elway. Thank you, John Elway. Enjoy Kirk Cousins at $30 million a year. Yeah, that's what it's going to take. Thank you, Nick. We'll talk to you on Friday. Guy, thanks for having Good me. Good to talk to you. Uh, he's right about Elway. I mean, Brock Osweiler and Paxton mm-hmm. Lynch. As good as he was. Oh, for two. He's having trouble identifying quarterback talent. You would think that a quarterback is one of the best to ever play the game would be able to have a pretty good idea what it takes. Cousins for your Broncos. We mentioned it earlier this segment when we were talking with Tim Yotter. Mm-hmm. Are you all in there? Well, I think it's almost... Look, the, the media in Denver has been talking about this mm-hmm. since November like it's fait accompli. Yeah. Like, Kurt Cousins is going to be Denver's next quarterback. You know, Vinny Iyer was the first that I saw have Cousins, this, what, maybe three weeks ago. He was had the Vikings on the list of eight teams that he could end up with, and that was the first that and I thought about He did again today. And I love it. If I'm the Vikings, are you going to have to overpay? Yes. Probably, but you have cap room. Mm-hmm. The window is now. It is, with that defense. And with the Dalvin wide receivers Cook coming back, have, the tight end, the offensive, offensive line's line. better. Do it. Do it. You're great point, Trent. Go for it. Yes, I agree. It, it, I know it's not the Minnesota mindset. You know I'm a Minnesota sports yes, fan outside I, of the Vikings. It's not the Minnesota mindset to go for it when you can. Go for it. Mm. And while you're up there, sign you, Darvish. Yeah, let's do it both. Come on. Two Come on, Minnesota. Yeah, That's yeah. what you're saying? Minnesota sports, get after it. All right, let's get after it as far as what you're doing tonight. Um, nine and a half was the last number I saw. West Virginia, nine and a half point uh, favorite over Iowa State. I don't like this matchup, Trent. I mean, uh, Steve Prohm called his team soft. You would think that the pride factor will play a factor tonight that they will play, you know, they uh, differently than they did on uh, Saturday against Tennessee when they just, um, well, they were embarrassed, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. This isn't the team to do this against. This is that this is a bunch of street fighters coming in to Hilton tonight. I don't like. I don't give the clones any chance tonight at all. Any chance? And I at didn't all. against Texas Tech. To be fair, true, true feels like a different animal. Yeah, you know, Wigington now and Jackson manning the point together. No Weiler Bab to settle things down. I, I think it's. I think it's going to be too tight. I think it's going to be too tight. I, I'm with you there. No shot. It's still Hilton. You never know. Yeah. Clunky night. West Virginia goes four of twenty-eight from three point. You know, I can't go no shot, but a very little chance as a nine and a half point dog. Yeah, this will not be a taste on the money line. I'll tell you that much. No, uh, you and I plays here tonight. They're yeah. actually playing in Evansville. They're they're getting three. Would you? Will you touch that game? And if so, what side are you on? To stay away. Uh, right. This you and I team offensively just too frustrating, too inept. Uh, stay away from that one. And, and they've been bad on the road. On top of it, so. We'll see if they can get it going. That's still an opportunity for them to stay away from the play-in game and and a wide-open MVC. You see Missouri State got throttled again last night. It just 
Loyola's good, and yeah. everybody else is just kind of okay. It's Loyola's conference, right? Yeah. There's no doubt about it. What do you and Jimmy B have today, 4-6? to six? Uh, We'll be having Pat Hardy on the program today. Uh, we'll be talking with him about everything going on, the Hawkeyes' big win. Zubin Mahete will be by, and we'll also be talking with Ryan Van Bibber from the Super Bowl. Good stuff. We will be back tomorrow at noon, as we always are, noon to 2, every Monday through Friday, uh, right here on 1700 KBGG.